Thanks for joining us for this inspirational teaching by Pastor Jeffrey Smith, Senior Pastor of City of Life Church. For more information on City of Life, visit www.col.tv. Let's join the service already in progress. You ever had that kind of week or just kind of day where, I don't know, you wake up and put your underwear on backwards or something? Like, like just maybe you're not at your best. You ever felt like that before? Well, I put mine on backwards twice this week, and then I, I, I put my pants on backwards one time. I, uh, I had this, I was sick all week. I had a fever all week. I, I was talking with someone, uh, you know, in a place. One of the lenses of my glasses fell out during the middle of the conversation, just randomly. I didn't touch anything. It just fell on the ground, and the person was, like, looking at me like... I have had business deals fall through to this week that I've been trying to put together for 10 years. Uh, extremely disappointing things that have happened. Uh, just things that, uh, anybody ever had a bad week? Am I, am I the only one that has ever had a bad week? Well, I just want to let you know real quick, your pastor has bad weeks too. Okay, I've, I, I'm, I'm, I am no different than any of you guys in that I've got hopes and dreams. I try to live the best life I can live for Jesus on a regular basis, but sometimes you just feel like, you know, you get kind of punched in the gut, and you hear some things about people in your life that you love. I've got some friends that are having health issues and, and struggling. And sometimes when I feel myself really getting pushed back on uh, by all the things in life that I know that want me to stop, uh, I have to really get foundational with my beliefs, and, and I, I have to remind myself of some really important core tenets of who I am. Uh, when I get tempted to, to get angry at people, when I, when I get tempted to, to want to go after someone who has you know, told me something that's not true or, or, or built up my hope only to disappoint me, don't you know that those are the very times where we have to find out what we're made of? Those are the very times that we have to get on our face before God. We have to humble ourselves before God before we lose it all uh, and get to a place where we can uh, work our way back and get even better. I'm going to put my underwear on the right way all week this week in Jesus name all right I am I am I am not gonna put my pants on backwards one time this week I I have my glasses professionally fixed this week in Jesus name and they're not gonna fall out again and you know what if they do they're not going to next week because I I believe that any kind of disappointment like that any kind of uh, trouble that we face it's either something that breaks you or it's something that launches you uh, into the next level of what God has for your life. And I really do believe, I'm not just trying to make something positive out of that. But this week, I think on Memorial Day weekend, I want to talk about something uh, on Memorial Day. Because to me, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of person, like I was in tears during the, you know, Ronald Reagan's number one. I'm not, this is not a political statement. But Reagan, just the OG. He's just the OG president right there. Every time, well, you know, when I was a kid, he was the first impression I learned how to do when I was like 10 years old. So like, I, used to, I used to love, but, but I mean, that right there, it's like I'm hearing and I'm sitting there crying. I'm thinking about, I mean, some of the things that he said about these guys, you know, the two lives. They gave up the one they had and the one they could have, oh, I can't even talk about it. The one they had, the one they could have had. And thinking about Memorial Day weekend, and he used the word honor in his in his address right there. And, and I think that Memorial Day is a good time for us to talk about something foundational, something important. That's why I mentioned my bad week. I need to get back to what is foundational for me if I'm going to get over and overcome a rough week. Uh, we have to get back to some core valuable things as people, as Americans, as Christians, 
uh, if we're ever going to get where God wants us to be. And I think Memorial Day is a very good reminder of that. So that's going to be my uh, launching off point today. I'm going to talk about something called your honor, your honor. Uh, and so I'm going to be uh, reading from Romans 12:10 and Matthew 10:40 40 through 42. Romans 12:10 says, "Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves." Look at the person next to you and say, "Uh-oh." Okay, I'm just going to read that one more time. It says, "Honor one another above yourselves." Look at them again and say, "I said, uh-oh." In case they didn't get the first one. Uh, yeah, it's that's that's that's. That's hard. Honor one another above yourself. Wow, that doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? Because we're really good at what? Honoring ourselves. Uh, Matthew 10, 40 through 42 says, He who receives you, Jesus speaking, He who receives you receives me. He who receives me receives the one who sent me. Anyone who receives a prophet because he's a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. Anyone who receives a righteous man because he's a righteous man will receive a righteous man's reward. And if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones, because he is my disciple, I tell you the truth, he will not lose his reward. So here Jesus is talking about the fact that if somebody receives you and treats you well and honors you, they're doing what? They're honoring Jesus. So somebody that honors you is honoring Jesus. So there's something to this concept of honor that we must be missing. If we're not treating everyone well, then there's something about the, the concept of biblical honor that we are missing. And that's what I want to talk about today in this idea of, of your honor. So, you know, Memorial Day, it's remembering it's honoring. I, I, I really encourage everyone tomorrow to make sure that in the middle of whatever it is that you're doing, that you really take some time and stop for just a second, like we did here in church uh, with, with that video. And, and you just think about the opportunity that we have in America because of people that literally gave their lives, laid down their lives. You, you say, well, I don't know, you know, I don't know anyone who, who died in the world. Well, you, you know someone who served. I guarantee you know someone who served. And I guarantee you they know someone who gave their life. And, you know, my grandfather and Amy's grandfather were in World War II. And we could probably go through all these stories. They were both in the Navy uh, in the South Pacific during World War II. And the stories, has anyone ever been around someone that was in the war and heard war stories? I'm telling you, when you hear what these people went through, the price that they paid... So that we can live the lives that we live, it, it's, it's just, it's so wrong to not give honor, to not give value, to not give worth to what people gave so that we can enjoy the freedoms that we honestly do take for granted. So honor is, a, right, right? So when you think about honor, Think about what it means to honor. Have you ever seen someone that's like on Facebook during church? Like ever seen someone who's like, who may, you're like, oh my God, someone just closed their phone just now. Uh, you ever seen someone who's like, maybe, you know, I'm serious. Like I was, one time I was at Hillsong Conference and there was a guy that during Pastor Brian's message, he was like, he's a pastor. He was down on the road that was in front of us and he had this enormous iPad. It's like one of those iPad pros. And, and he was playing solitaire on his iPad Pro. It's like, it's like this big. It's like, he's like, 
like dragging, you know, he's like trying to get everything lined up. And like, I'm just sitting back there. I'm like, okay, well, you know, it, it, I understand that our minds drift at, at certain times. But when you think about the subject of honor, things that deserve to be honored, sometimes it bothers us. And we see that there's an honor problem if someone maybe is not during worship. They're not focused or you're, not fo- you're at Easter time or, or in a church service. If people are not honoring the way they should or... Have, have you ever seen someone that, that just talks down to their spouse? You, you ever seen in public someone that really talks down to their spouse or demeans their kids in, 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 in public and humiliates their family in public? And, and you think to yourself, my gosh, that's so hurtful uh, to hear someone talk to someone like that. What, what, what's going on here? It's an honor problem. You've got, a, you've got a value problem. You've got someone that doesn't see the value. And I would say that in our culture, in modern culture, in postmodern culture, Kind of where we are today, in general, we have an honor problem. Uh, we have a problem giving honor to people. I think one of the problems is that we have a low self-esteem, first of all. We only want to honor ourselves and we mess honor up in thinking that there's only so much honor to go around. Okay, We think that if there's like 100% of the honor and we give someone else some honor, then that like decreases ours to 50, they get 50, we get 50. We don't think that we can be honored by God and be valued by God if we give it to anyone else. That's why people in modern culture are quick to withhold applause. They're, they're uh, quick to withhold a compliment. If you see someone who, who, you know, they got something new rather than saying, man, that's great, I'm happy for you, no one wants to say anything. Uh, you're afraid that if you compliment someone or you, or you give any blessing or honor, you say good job, you're gonna go, oh, Oh, that's just going to go to their head, and their head's already big enough. Well, so is yours. <laughs> so so the, the concept of honor, we, we miss it. We think there's only so much to go around. We don't think that God is supernatural enough that as people that are made in his image, we can be valued and honored ourselves while valuing everyone else. I almost fell down. I don't know why. I mean, this is the week. I'm, I looked over there and then I fell. It's like I, I'm not even dizzy. This week is phenomenal. It's amazing. So, so in, in, you know, in Japanese culture, I, I studied this one time. Um, th- there's this thing in, in Japanese culture call, called Bushido. And it's sort of like this honor, this sort of dignity, honor, code that, that, that they had in the old days and they would be warriors that would train uh, to have all these virtues. And these, these particular virtues, things like righteousness, courage, mercy, respect, honesty, loyalty, respect for family, fidelity, wisdom, Bushido is, is the way of the warrior. And so their whole entire culture was built around honor and that's why in, in that particular culture, if you f- were embarrassed and you showed that you didn't have righteousness, you didn't have courage, you didn't have mercy, some of these people would just kill themselves in that culture because Bushido was the most important thing to them. They lived by honor and they lived with extreme value for themselves. And it was like an honor code. And they would rather die. They would rather die. Uh, then lose honor. And what's crazy about the culture that we live in is it seems to me in this day and age that many people would rather die than give honor. No one wants to give honor because we don't understand 
the definition biblically of what it is. I read you Romans 12, 10. Be devoted to one another in love. Somebody say love. love. Honor one another above yourselves. So true honor is rooted in love, first of all. If you're ever going to honor people, you have, to, you have to what? You have to love them. You have to love them. So what is honor? Well, well the word honor itself is actually, it means worth. It means value. The, the word, if you really get down to the etymology of the word, it means weight. The weight, the worth, the value of something. How you perceive something as being valuable or not. Has anyone else ever heard those stories of people? Like I heard a story about a guy who went to a garage sale and he found some, these, this old thing, of this bunch of boxes in the back. He started looking through them. And he said, how much is this stuff in this box? And the guy said, oh, you can, you can have that for a dollar. And so he started looking through there, and he found these old, decrepit uh, papers that when he started looking at the papers, they were falling apart, but they were from the 1800s. And he's like, now, are you sure? He's like, these things are from the 1800s. He's like, some of them say, like, Coca-Cola on them. He's like, he's, like, I, he's like, I'm trying to get rid of everything. You can have them for a dollar each. So this guy buys, like, 50 of these, of these pieces of paper they were original stock in, in the Coca-Cola company. I think this one purchase was like a $20 million purchase that he got for like 20 bucks uh, at a garage sale. What was the problem? The problem there is that the owner of these priceless things did not perceive the value of something to the degree that he was willing to throw away. He was willing to throw it away. Someone else came along and perceived its value. Someone else came along and honored something that was dishonored by someone else. And what did they end up finding? A priceless treasure. Wonder how many priceless treasures are walking around Kissimmee St. Cloud right now that nobody, nobody has bothered. Nobody has bothered. Nobody has bothered to see the value. Do you understand what, what this kind of biblical honor that springs from love can do in people? How many people has ever had somebody believe in you before? Raise your hand if you've ever had someone believe in you. What a great feeling that is when, when maybe someone sees something in you that nobody else does and they recognize something in you. I remember I used to talk all the time in school and I used to get, you know, bad grades for, for just being too talk. Every single one of my uh, report cards I was, I was talking. Jeff needs to be quiet, needs to be quiet. And sometimes even it would actually affect my grades when I was a little kid. Uh, but I had a couple of teachers, and I remember they would pull me aside and they would say, Jeff, you are brilliant, and someday you're going to, I mean, and just, I would just eat that stuff up. I mean, when, and, I, and as a matter of fact, sometimes I would think, yeah, all you that said I'm talkative, I'm brilliant. You know, like, like I, I, I would just like, hold, you know, I'd, I'd hold on to that. But what happened is someone took the time to see some value in me. I never forgot about it. Someone honored me, and, and probably I didn't even deserve it. Probably I didn't do anything to earn it. They took some time to see some honor in me. And, you know, so to honor something is to see its value. Now, the heart of biblical honor is to see the same value in a person that God sees in that person. Now, whoa, now we've just raised the standard of just seeing value in a general sense. 
And if the heart of biblical honor is seeing the same value in someone that God sees, what kind of value does God see in people? Who knows John 3.16? For God so what? He so loved the world that he what? Whoa. He gave what? His, his only begotten. So he didn't have a backup plan. His only, he gave the most valuable, precious thing that he had because of the world, because he loved people. That's how, much, that's how much value God sees in people. So the heart of biblical honor is that rooted in love, that we begin to see the same value in people that God sees in them. Look at someone next to you and say, you're priceless. Try to find a stranger and say, you're priceless. I'm sorry I didn't notice earlier. Devoted to one another in love, honor one another above yourselves. Honor one another above yourselves. We all figure out a way to honor ourselves if we're just living by default. But when we're actively engaged in the Christian life the way God wants us to be, we're constantly looking for ways to honor other people and lift other people up. Romans 12.10, be devoted to one another. Devotion. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Now, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your mind and with all your strength. Love your neighbor what? As yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. This is the same concept as honoring one another above yourself. It's, it's, we want to put ourselves at the top. My book, Jesus First, Jesus Always, is, is really all about this concept. It really digs down into this so deeply that we want to make life me first, me always. It's the way that we're born. It's, it's, it's me. I mean, have you ever met a kid who in, you know, their crib is sitting there crying because their mom doesn't have something to eat? No, we cry because we want something to eat. We don't have this altruistic natural tendency in us to want to do all these things for other people we want to be helped ourselves and our problem is that we have trouble loving people oh here here it is if we don't think they deserve it that's the problem is we don't want to honor people if we don't think they're worth it well who is worth it who is worth it the bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god the Bible says if any man says he's without sin, he's a liar. So all of us have failed. All of us have fallen. All of us are damaged goods. So who is worth it? Nobody. But the Bible says while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. On our absolute worst day, Jesus gave his everything for us because he saw value in us. He honored us by the gift of his son, Jesus, he honored us. So the heart of biblical honor is seeing the same value in people that God sees. Put your hand on your heart and let's start here. Say, I'm worth it. Hey, that's pretty hard to say for some people. Let's do that one more time. Say, I am worth God's love. Not because you earned it. It's not because you earned it. It's not because you're better than the person that you're sitting next to. You're worth it because he values you. He loves you. He loves you even though you are flawed. 
He loves you even though you are weak. He loves you even though you try and you can't do it right. Anybody that's had kids before, we understand the ability to love people that don't do things right all the time. Well, magnify that times infinity and that's our God. That's the way God feels about us. So we need to start seeing ourselves different. We need to see, start seeing ourselves as something that is wonderful. We need to see ourselves as something that is valuable. We need to see ourselves as something that is worth loving. Why? Because he does. Because he loves us. And if he loves me, then I must be valuable. I must be worth something. You know, we need to start encouraging ourselves a little bit. I say we need to bring back that song I used to sing when I was a kid. I am a promise. I am a possibility. I am a promise. With a capital P, I am a great big bundle of potentiality. And I am learning to hear God's voice and I am trying to make the right choice. I am a promise to be anything he wants me to be. Amen? Come on, I'm a, I'm a promise. Da, da, da. I'm a promise. I'm a promise. I'm a possibility. Come on, I've got potential in my life to do limitless things because God chose me before the foundations of the earth. I don't understand why he loves me. I look back at my life. I look at the things that I've done, the times that I've failed, and I don't fully understand why my wife loves me the way she does. I really don't. But you know what? I'm not going to spend too much time trying to remind her of why she shouldn't love me. I'm really glad that she does. I just want to keep her. I'll take it. I'll take it. I look at her in a picture, and I look at me in a picture, and I go, ooh, ooh. And I go, man, I'm grateful for, for what I have here. And in the same way, we need to start valuing and appreciating the fact that God really loves us and when we consider ourselves, here, here's the key. Here's why we need to do this. This is why we need to see the value in our own lives that would make God want to love us. Because we, if we're honest with ourselves, we know how weak we are. We know how flawed we are. If we get really honest, I'm not talking about the cockiness. I'm not talking about the arrogance. I'm not talking about the argument that you started and it was your fault, but then you walked away and, and you psychologically, you tricked yourself into believing it was their fault and that's the way you've rewritten history. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about if you're really real with yourself. You know how flawed you are, but God still loves you. It has to start there that God loves me, really? And then it has to go, well, then if he loves me, then he has to love everybody else. And, it, and you have to take what he has done for you and turn it outwards. See, then honor for people, becomes a decision. It becomes a decision. I will honor. It becomes a language. I not only will honor, I'm going to speak things to people. Hello, sir. How are you today? Sir, well, he's younger than you. I don't care. I want somebody to know that I appreciate them, that I show them value. Can I, can I help you with this, sir? Or, 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 it becomes, uh, or it becomes opening a door for someone. Or letting someone go before you. It becomes just showing some people some kindness. I mean, I, I, you know, I, sometimes I don't even like to share these things because I don't even think that I, I want, 
I mean, I don't even want to. I don't even want to because I'm, the point is I'm not trying to say it to show you, but I'm a preacher. I have to use some examples every once in a while. But I was at 7-Eleven the other day, and there was like six people that were standing in line. Some of these guys had been working out in the sun. They're all sweaty. They're hot. They just had big gulps and snacks. You know, and, and there's like six, or, and some of them had a hot dog and, and stuff like that. And probably six or seven of them. And so I, I'm up in the front, and all these guys are behind me. They got sweat. There's a lady at the end, and I just, I said, hey, I said, I got all these guys right here. And, 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 and the guys go, what'd he just say down there? I said, I got these dudes right here. I said, I said I'm good. I said, y'all, y'all go on, do your thing. I said, get, get, get hydrated. Y'all, y'all are out there crushing it, working hard. Y'all have an amazing day today. He, he goes, what do you mean you got me? I said, I said, just leave. Go. I'm paying for your thing. I said, go. I said, it's, this is it. So anyways, I thought they were just going to get in their car and go. Well, anyways, I paid for, I mean, it was like, I mean, it was like $15 or something. When I, when I walked out to, to my car, when I walked out to my car, every single one of these people came up to me and gave me the sweatiest, <laughs> most wonderful hugs that I have had in a long time. And the girl, the lady was crying. She's a, she's a construction worker. That's how she's like, man, she's like, you don't even know. She's like, you don't even know what something like that means. She's like, I was, I, I'm down. You know, for some it was financial. For other people it just, it's a little thing. Why can't we live our lives with honor? When you, re- when you realize that there are people out there that are hurting so bad, no one has ever loved them. No one has ever spoken life over them. No one has taken time to prefer them. No one has ever, has ever encouraged them in any kind of way. Remember that scripture, it said, he who honors you honors me. He who honors me honors the one who sent me. So what Jesus is showing is that the chain of honor, it goes upward to heaven. Jesus is saying, if you honor me, good. Because if you honor me, you're honoring the Father. There is a chain of honor. And here is the thing. You are whacked if you think that you can circumnavigate people to get directly to God. You've you've messed up your whole philosophy. If you think that it's possible to live this life or you you sidestep honor with people, you don't want to compliment people, you don't want to congratulate people, you don't want to honor anywhere. Oh, but I honor God. I, I, I have the entire New Testament memorized. Well, you just wasted your time. Because I got news for you. You only love Jesus as much as the person you love the least. Why? Honor's rooted in love. You only honor Jesus as the person you honor the least. There's no way to step around it. So as we close here today, well, actually not really because we're not on a time limit. I'm going to preach for another hour. I will say this. Matthew 13. Let me show you what lack of honor will do. Just just as we close so you can get this idea. When Jesus had, in Matthew 13, 52, it says, when Jesus had finished the parables, he moved on, coming to his hometown. He began teaching the people in the synagogue and they were amazed. Where did this man get this wisdom and these miraculous powers? 
brothers, they asked. Isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't his mother's name Mary? And aren't his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? Aren't all his sisters with us? Where then did this man get all these things? And they took offense at him. But Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor. Not without what? So that means a prophet has honor everywhere he goes, except where? In his own town and in his own home. I mean, if we want to pause there for a second and think about people in your own home that you don't honor. Why? Because you've seen them walking around with their underwear on backwards. And you go, how could I ever honor somebody that can't even put their shirt on straight? Are, are you following me? This is real stuff here. It's funny, but it's real. See, they failed to see the value in Jesus. What does verse 58 say? And he did not do many miracles there because of their lack of faith. A lack of honor will make you miss your miracle. There were miracles waiting for these people, but because they failed to see, I wonder how many people that we have just walked by that could have been the next Billy Graham. I wonder how many people that we just walked by that could have been a great missionary to Africa or to Asia. I wonder how many people that we've walked by that had so much potential, maybe they could have found a cure for a terrible disease. If somebody would have recognized them, it would have, would have honored them, would have loved them, but their potential was untapped. And here, here's the point, is we fail to get our miracle because I, I got news for you. There might be a Billy Graham in your midst, but you might not get the blessing from what God is already doing in their life because you fail to see the value in them. There might be a Billy Graham living in your home, but you fail to see the value. Why? Oh, that's just my little brother. All he does is sit around and play his Xbox. We have all kinds of reasons why we want to devalue someone to not see their value. There's something called habituation. Habituation is you do something so much, it becomes a habit that you no longer see it. If you live by an airport, you don't even hear the planes landing. If you live by a railroad track or a subway, you don't even hear them going by anymore. Why? It's habituation. If you live in Central Florida, you don't even recognize when you see Mickey Mouse because you see it so much. But it'll, it'll, it'll cause you to stop seeing the beauty and what you should see the beauty in. We need to step back and recognize the beauty. Husbands, you need to step back and look at your beautiful wife. She's beautiful. And you need, to, you need to look at her. You need to go, wow. You are beautiful. And then she's probably going to come back with, yeah, well, I'm not as pretty as I was two years ago. You go, shut up. I just said you are, look at me, woman. You're beautiful. You almost have to convince them at something, you know what I mean? We need to look, don't let habituation rob you of recognizing the value. Honor's a decision, 
It's a language. It's a lifestyle. What do I mean by it's a language? There's verbiage to it. Learn how to say to people, I appreciate you. Come on, look at someone next to you. Say, I appreciate you. I challenge you today. Do that to your coworkers this week. Say what I just said right there. Go up to old Hal. Hal is the guy at work. He's been there for 25 years. And he knows everybody. And he's just the guy. He don't ever say nothing to anybody. He's been there for 20. Go, you didn't really ever have to start a conversation with Hal. Walk up to Hal, pat him on the back, say, Hal, I want you to know something. I really appreciate you. What do you mean you appreciate me? What do you want from me? Nothing I just want to tell you. You're here all the time. It inspires me to see you show up the way you do. Just want you to know, I, what's that called? It's called honor. You don't lose value. You gain value. You know, I could do a whole message on dishonor. Uh, you know, Ephesians 4, 29, don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what's helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit whoever listens. How dishonor causes everything around it to deteriorate while honor causes everything around it to elevate. My family has a family of honor. We honor each other. When you walk into a room, you say hello. When you leave, you say goodbye. When you, come, when, when you, when you go to bed, you say I love you. Well, these are not optional things. It's not, well, I, I was in a hurry. Well, you better get back here and say goodbye then. You better leave earlier next time. Better get ready earlier next time because you ain't leaving this house without saying goodbye. I love you. Okay, why? It's all honor. We are going to see the value in each other because we're going to elevate our lives together. We're not going to descend into dishonor and cause our relationships to deteriorate. And when you descend into dishonor, the one who really loses honor is you. That's the one who really loses honor. So dishonor slams the door shut to the supernatural in your life. But remember, the verbiage of honor Remember the delivery of honor. You're beautiful. Remember the body language of honor. There, there's, a way, there's a way that you need to act. You need to treat people with kindness. It needs to be genuine. It needs to be from your heart. See the worth and the value in people because God certainly has already seen it in us. We hope you enjoyed this teaching by Pastor Jeffrey Smith. You can be a part of what God is doing here at City of Life by clicking Give at www.col.tv or by texting a dollar amount to the number 855-997-6900. Thanks for joining us.